Now, in today's gospel, which you just heard, we find our favorite disciple, Peter, appearing to be the knucklehead that too often seems to be his job. After just a couple of steps on the water, he gets distracted by the wind. His fear rises, and he starts to sink into the Galilee. And as usual, Jesus has to step in and save him. You have little faith. Why did you doubt? It seems to be a reprimand, although I don't think Jesus was inclined to publicly shame his disciples, especially Peter, one of his favorites. More on that in a minute. For inspiration for this sermon, I drove over to the Arkansas River. It had been a while since I'd seen it, especially since last year's floodwaters receded. Not the Sea of Galilee, but it is nonetheless a pretty pretty mighty body of water. And I couldn't for the life of me imagine stepping foot out of our boat and attempting to take a single step. And that's without a storm tossing and turning all around with all the wind. And Peter takes that first step. And for a moment at least, his faith is strong enough to step out of the boat onto the wind-tossed waters. It's only human nature that he gets distracted by the wind, and he loses his confidence and begins to sink. You may know that Matthew's gospel is filled with what we call Old Old Testament imagery. We are constantly reminded of locations and scriptures that would be immediately recognizable to Jesus and also Matthew's Jewish audience. And today's reading is no different. Jesus' ascension of the mountain recalls Moses' ascent at Mount Sinai. It recalls Jacob's wrestling with the angel at Peniel. Jesus goes up the mountain to be alone, to pray. You see, mountains are sacred places, nearer to God. And by contrast, the water is a frightening place filled with scary imagery. It recalls the Nile River and the oppression of the Israelites in Egypt, the mighty parting of the Red Sea in Exodus, the water from the stone in the desert, and the triumphal crossing of the flooded River Jordan into the Promised Land. Water is chaos. It's the sea that God tamed in the creation. It's Jonah going into the body of the whale. It's the floodwaters of judgment in Amos. A wind-tossed sea can seem as far from God as possible, almost the opposite of Jesus' mountaintop experience. Now, earlier in Matthew, in chapter 8, the disciples saw Jesus calm a storm, and they woke him from his nap, and he, he rebuked the storm and calmed the sea. And what frightens them this time is not the storm, but the sight of Jesus walking across the water. It's a ghost, they cry out. Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid, he says. Now this sentence is filled with Old Testament connotations. And the most obvious reference is in the it is I. This calls directly back to God's appearance to Moses in the burning bush. There he identifies himself as Yahweh. I am that I am. In response to their fear, Jesus calls to their hearts. God is here. Do not be afraid. One of the aims of Matthew's gospel is to convince that Jesus is the Messiah, but not the Messiah come to reclaim Israel's glory days, not the Messiah that finally expels Rome. Matthew's is a Messiah of the Sermon of the Mount, 
the Messiah of the Beatitudes, a Messiah who uses the meek, the poor, the hungry for justice to bring about God's kingdom. And that's why a simple statement like, take heart, it is I, comes loaded with scriptural weight. In this sense, our boy Peter kind of serves as a bridge between the Old Testament and the New, maybe. Not content to stay passive in the presence of the divine, he takes action. In today's scripture, Peter takes Jesus' claim, it is I, even one step further. He literally, he basically says, prove it. And the next thing you know, Peter's taking that first step into those windswept waters. And then he takes a second, maybe a third. Then the wind frightens him, and he sinks. It's fitting, I think, that Peter is so action-oriented in the Gospels. Our church, his namesake, has inherited this propensity to make things happen, to get things done. I'd like to think we're doing Peter proud this way. As Peter sinks, Jesus saves him, but not with a rebuke, but maybe a recognition. You have little faith, why do you doubt? They climb into the boat, the wind ceases, and for the first time in Matthew, the disciples recognize Jesus as the Son of God. Jesus called to take heart, it is I. And Peter, taking the first step into the water, helped convince the disciples that Jesus is the Son of God. And as I mentioned before, I've often read, you have little faith, why did you doubt, as a rebuke, that Jesus is shaming Peter for his little bit of, for a little bit for his lack of faith. But as I mentioned before, I, I read it this time as a recognition. It's an affirmation that we all have our moments of doubt, especially in the midst of a storm, in the midst of chaos. We're all likely to fall into the sea of worries and fears and questions, and that a little more faith is what we need to be pulled out of the sea. It's almost cliche at this point to describe what's going on in our world today as stormy. Worldwide pandemic, civil unrest, economic decline, divided society. Stormy hardly speaks to how bad things may seem. It's easy to get caught up in the storm and become depressed, to have doubts. Today's gospel reminds us that we don't have to stay in the boat, surrounded by our fears. We can venture out, like Peter, and take that first step of faith. We dip our feet into the stormy sea, and supported by faith, we take our first few steps. We may fall a few times, but Jesus is there to rescue us. He gently reminds us to have faith, to not doubt, as he pulls us out of our metaphorical sea of fears and concerns. He knows we'll likely fall again, and he'll again rescue us. Ours is a God of love and redemption. We get to decide whether we choose fear or we choose love. We choose fear when we let our doubts and questions and concerns overwhelm us. We choose love when we have a little faith and choose not to doubt, when we look to Jesus. This morning, we're reminded of Jesus' miracle of walking across water, of calming the seas. We're called to follow our friend Peter into the stormy sea of a world that may seem pretty frightening out there. But we follow our faith 
we do not doubt. Like the disciples, we call out to Jesus, truly you are the Son of God. Amen.